0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Third Deck Lounge podcast. Today I'm talking to Miguel Sanchez Sanchez or his nickname Sanchez Squared. He's a uh, 3.6 kilo vet. He deployed twice to Norway and did the humanitarian aid with the Afghans out in uh, Virginia. Um, we're going to be talking today about uh, IT or information technology in the career field because uh, myself, I'm going into cybersecurity, and he's uh, he's going to tell you about it um, with the skills bridge he's doing to encourage other people to go ahead and try the same. But uh, hey, man, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, man, thanks to, thank you for having me, man. Really do appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man, I appreciate you coming out here and talking about this stuff. I think uh, I think a lot of vets would be really good in IT. And a lot of people just like the idea of a computer is like witchcraft to them. It's, I, I, I really think Mortage, cause there's so much money to be made, man. It's crazy.
1: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, man. Yeah, no. So it's, it's, um, it's a whole ordeal. Like, uh, getting an IT, it's really getting your, your foot in the door. And, uh, am so I'm traditionally, a, a radio operator by trade and, I spent so much time with the grunts, so much time working with the infantry that I was like, hey, I need to think about the future because I, I knew for a fact that I wasn't going to be staying in forever. And IT was one of those things where, like, you're kind of given a, an idea as a radio operator, but you're not really told exactly where to go to reach that next step. So I think it's really great that, that you and I are talking about this.
0: Yeah, man, I, I love what you said right there is uh, knowing that you're not going to be doing this forever preparing for when you get out, man, because it is insane the what just what you go through mentally getting out. But then on top of that, financially, and I think the whole mental aspect gets 10 times worse with uh, getting out um, when you aren't on a financially secure uh course for your Mm plan for getting out because it is crazy how much inflation has really changed everything. Mm -hmm. It's expensive to live out here, man.
1: Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely costly. And like, you have to think about too, like there are, so there are some truths, right? You know, you, you get, you're getting out, you go through the whole process and you have every staff and CO, every officer being like, well, now you got to pay for this. The Marine Corps paid for this. And it's like, well, yeah, there is a truth to that. You have to pay for rent you have to pay for housing uh, you got to get your insurance to work you got to pay for food but honestly i think that that's where that's where the kind of trade off is where you you gain those freedoms as a as a civilian and it's it also allows you to do the other things that you didn't quite really realize especially if you didn't uh, immediately go into the workforce when you when you got out of high school you don't really realize that this is this is really beneficial if you have a good foundation if you if you are the kind of person that wants to go out and achieve certain things you can you can really go pretty far
0: yeah no absolutely and i think uh a lot of people sell themselves short uh thinking that oh i was only in the infantry and that is complete bullshit dude oh yeah 100 you gained so many skills that literally i'm not joking put you ahead of your peer group uh, Mm -hmm. on 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 the outside like you like anybody getting out is already set because one they have the discipline to sit down and make a plan and not just any plan but a good in-depth plan you can sit there you can uh use your benefits you can and if you go to school for example like i'm doing um you can get paid to literally go to school you can mm-hmm. go to the VA, get your disability. That's an extra side source of income. Okay, now I don't have to worry about a job. I can just sit there and focus on school, which is a huge, huge, huge thing. But even if you're going to a trade school or if you're doing what you did, which I think you, you got really lucky doing what oh, you did yeah. with SkillsBridge <laughs> because you're going to get out. You're going to be able to get your VA claims in um, whenever that rolls around. On top of that, you're already going to be making a lot of money in that job. Mm-hmm. Um. So you're probably your your transition is probably going to be next to seamless, aside from the whole like just getting used to not being a marine every day. But yeah, but dude, it, it's when people don't plan for it or they get into these uh like they they have plans to do something that a lot of people go out to do, but don't end up uh doing and changing course for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. But I see that a lot. Like a lot of people get out and want to be uh, yeah. physical trainers or whatever. Yeah, then, they did work it. Uh, yeah, but but then a, a lot of them end up, uh, which is kind of interesting. A lot of them end up doing stuff that they didn't intend to initially uh, do when sending out to be like a physical trainer or whatever. Not to shit on anybody, but that's a route that a No,
1: time. no. But I mean, well, see, that's the thing, and there, I have two things on that on that subjects right there on those two different subjects. So. Um, yeah, no, this is all of it's by design. You know, I spent, I spent a good amount of time when I was in, uh, I was good friends with the, uh, Oh dang, what what are they called? Oh my, what are they called? Um, it's the guy that helps you transition out. The one that schedules your, Uh,
0: your actual uh, TRS career career planner,
1: not the career planner. The other guy that you have to talk to, he's just usually a sergeant
0: oh man oh, i went on a yeah, whole, i know right like i can't i, went on I can't a whole little, remember uh runescape adventure trying to get <laughs> out dude i'm not joking man i keep telling people every time yeah if you're getting out it's like you're you're doing the ultimate runescape quest you have to go talk to every npc on base and then do mm-hmm. little side quests for some of them to uh to get the signature for the main thing and then you're like running around and talking to even like Subordinate NPCs to those NPCs, and, and they're like, "We're closed. He's not here today." Yeah, no, complete. it's true.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I meant, though. So I was, I was in good good standing with the guy that you had to talk to to schedule your actual TRS, and every single week, you know, there'd be some new dude coming by and he'd be like, Oh dude, I, I get out in less than three weeks and I haven't even started my TRS. And I'm just like, dude, holy shit.
0: That's, that's dumb. You're dumb. I
1: know, man. <laughs> I know. So I, I spent a good amount of time like preparing for this. I literally spent two years, like the the last two years of my career was Hey, you know what? All right, now we gotta we gotta take the time to to realize what we can really do and how to make this process quicker. And man, I gotta tell you, even with that two years of of like a heads up, I still felt like I didn't have enough time.
0: Oh, dude, it's it's insane, man. It you it goes quick. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is when you're on that, uh, you go up and it's like it's a slow trek to that two-year point but once you hit two years dude it Mm -hmm. really starts to just pick up like it just starts Mm -hmm. time just starts to fly um yeah it not really does it 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 really does i wish i could tell you how this story goes in its entirety with my eas i'll I'll tell you when we aren't recording but (laughs) i it got crazy crazy like ridiculous (laughs) crazy um (laughs) Yeah, I, I'm I'm lucky. Well, no, it, what happened to me in the end didn't make sense, but it. I'll tell you when we're done recording. But um, so this skills bridge you're you're doing like what's the name of it? How did you end up getting into it? Um, what's the whole what's the whole story on that? Because uh, not everybody gets a skills bridge, so it's mm-hmm. I definitely wanna give dudes the cheat codes to uh try and oh. get get into this.
1: Well, I got you, man, and here's here's the ultimate cheat code right here, and I'm about to tell you right now onward to opportunity so i can't obviously vouch for every other base on the marine corps but i know for a fact that in camp lejeune there is this program called onward to opportunity it is hosted by syracuse university and it is the ability for you to do these courses to get certified in just about anything so obviously you and i were we're deep into it So CompTIA is obviously like Mm -hmm. one of the go-getters to go get, you need to have your core, you need to have a plus, you need to have sec Mm -hmm. plus net plus as well. you got your core and then you can do whatever. Well, Onward to Opportunity offers you the chance to go get those. Now I'm going to tell you something else separately that also is beneficial. You don't necessarily have to go to O2O in order to get that done. You can actually do that while you're in the military, but we'll, we'll touch on that later. And um, this program that I'm telling you, you don't necessarily have to do it as a skill bridge. And that's why it's so good because I know dudes that are literally doing this just as a way to get their PMP, you know, about PMP.
0: Isn't that the, uh, the little certification for uh pogues or something? I could be. completely.
1: <laughs> every, every, I, I really no, I mean, know. you're right. You're right. So every staff and CO, every like 20 year plus, um, staff and CO that goes through it, They go through it because it's a project managing certification. Oh god! So that's why they go through it. That's why it's like a super pogue uh, cert. So yeah, you you can go through PMP, you can get your CompTIA certs, you can get your Red Hat Linux certs. You can really make, no, it's, it's amazing. You can really make that, that whole program, your oyster. And uh, like I said, you don't have to necessarily use it as a skill bridge. So as long as you take a little bit of leave to go through the in-class, which is like two or three days of in-person, you know, talking, and then you do the all all of it's online. It's like three months of online work, you can realistically get a certification out of it for free without having to waste your your skill bridge points, right? Because you only really get one. So, so this um, is there's just a like nugget. a
0: little a little course you can go to on the side.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah oh, no dude. definitely it's I it's worse.
0: i would have known i would have got i know sec right plus. I and plus like with all these uh certificates too all these certs when you're out you have to pay for them and they're just like the test mm-hmm. itself is only like it's about three hundred dollars three hundred four hundred yeah sec plus is
1: 500
0: it, for me it's 300 everywhere i look oh good yeah, oh, okay because that's not, like, that, I, not I got, expensive damn i, can take I must have got scammed Oh uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> maybe it came with a course or something maybe i'm sure yeah, i gotta look uh, back
1: at that uh i gotta look back at the the email but yeah
0: it's, it's no man it's something extra with it it's
1: really worth it and like um if you're if you're skittish about going to so this is the other option that i was going to tell you on base you have a ctc center right do you know what a ctc is have you heard about that before? Uh, no what is
0: that
1: okay so the ctc i forget what it stands for i think it's communication training center but the CTC, they focus on teaching these courses for free to Marines. So here's the here's the catch-all that no one really understands because no one tells you this. And it, it infuriates me to no end because it's such a waste of opportunity. But the Marine Corps will send you to the course to learn your A+, to learn your SEC+, to learn your CCNA, your CISSP, or your CISSP, to learn... Um, oh, gosh, what's the other one called? linux plus cloud plus and they will they will teach you the course for free
2: that right so
1: cool. and if you pass their marine Corps version of the exam you get a marine Corps cert right that thing's useless you can't use that in the civilian sector but if you pass that exam you can use the marine cool voucher c-o-o-l voucher and as long as you're i think it's an e7 or an e6 as long as they sign off on it you can get a free voucher to do the actual, like, straight up exam. Oh, and so each CTC you. Does their purview, the person view testing center in the CTC?
0: Oh, okay. So you, you get the Marine Corps certification for it, but then you can get a free voucher to take the actual test?
1: Yes. And that's why I think it's such a waste of, of opportunity. Because, like you said, it's a $300, it's a $300 exam, and uh, A plus is two separate exams, each one's like $200. So if you really look at it, you're paying pretty, pretty close to a grand just to have your core for CompTIA exams. So you could realistically do that for free as long as you're willing or the command, right? Cause that's, that's the other part. Like you have to have your command, give you the permission to miss work for two weeks to go to this course. But at the same time, like it gives you brownie points, right? Cause you, you can go back to them on your fit reps. You can go back to them on your pros and cons and be like, yeah, well I did this course and it it gave me so many, um, college credits and, you know, you kind of got to work the angle there at a time. And obviously this, this situation only works if your command likes you, which is, I know it's kind of a, it's kind of a hard thing to do because, you know, certain people don't, don't have the greatest uh, standings with those situations, but it's an opportunity. And it is an opportunity that I, I can't like bear. Like I wish someone told me this when I was, you know, a junior Marine.
0: Yeah. That's, that's how I feel about it too. I, uh, I always tell deeds, even if they, they absolutely hate everything about the Marine Corps to still try and have some kind of good relationship with your uh, chain of command, literally in case of uh situations like that, where you, you're trying to go to that course or something, but if they hate you, obviously they're going to say no. So it's good to mm-hmm. have a, some kind of working relationship with them
1: oh god and it's so important man it really is like there's there's so many things that happen behind the scenes so obviously like i like i've said i was um i was a radio operator and being a a pfc i was privy to a lot of conversations that happened behind the door right behind the glass and i got a chance to understand really how these dudes thought and how they were like okay well as a staff NCO, you know, as a gunny, as a first sergeant, I can kind of see their perspective of how they view us. And those, those opportunities are there. And it's, it's such a waste when, you know, just because oh, you might've mouthed off to the wrong person or given the wrong dude a little bit of attitude. Like it's such a, it's such a shame that you get to miss out of those opportunities, but it happens. It really does happen. And, um, at least I hope to in this, in this, you know, scenario where I can, I can give you the information, I hope to be able to give anyone that's listening the, the cheat sheet on how to, how to make this stuff work.
0: Yeah. And it's, that's definitely a big part of it too, but, uh, I think the same with anything. You just need to learn to, cause I mean, th- these aren't going to be the last people that you don't enjoy being under or, mm-hmm. you know, in any kind of career, like you're going to deal with people you don't like. So it's, it's good to kind of learn that skill early on. Um, how, how, uh, how much experience with computers did you have before, uh, going into this?
1: So I, I was a bit of a nerd, right? Like I, I've, I've spent a good amount of time working with computers. I, I literally, when I went to Norway, I had my, uh, phone, And I I was projecting, like I had a projector with me and I hooked it up to my phone and I was projecting Call of Duty mobile and playing on an Xbox controller. And then I connected it to a, uh, what's it called an emulator and I was playing Legend of Zelda on it. And it was, it was a great time, but I never had any real technical training. So anyone else that would like to do this kind of stuff, anyone that would have any kind of interest in information technology, I, I think you just go for it. You know, there's there's this guy that I met who is literally a master sergeant. He was a I think he said supply when I last talked to him. But um yeah, he just worked a supply. He didn't know anything about IT and he's in the same he's in the same program that I'm in right now. He's doing the he's doing I think it's AWS as well. He's doing the AWS and he's trying to get into the Microsoft uh Skills Academy as well. And you know, you don't really need to have a huge background in order to get into these programs. You just have to be willing to go through the building blocks. Right. So, again, that that comes down to your CompTIA courses, because those are those are really the the industry starting certifications that you need. And if you don't have your your core certifications, you're you're not really going to go that far into that field.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's it's definitely all really good things to keep in mind. Because, uh, even with, uh, being in school, uh, you can do college and get the paper at the end of the day, but if you don't have any certifications, you're not getting anywhere.
1: Yeah, no. And that's, that's kind of like the big, the big shame of everything. Cause like, so here's, here's the other side, right? Cause obviously you're, you're in the school, you're in the school track and I'm in the certification track and there is definitely some overlap, right? There is, there's definitely a point where I'm not going to be able to succeed as well unless I had that that uh, formal training
0: yeah, that you get from an why, actual school. Yeah, that's why everybody I talk to, because um, I've been to a, a few conferences, and uh, just talking to people on LinkedIn, too, I, I ask them if it's worth it to stay in school, because I, I get into, to the point sometimes where I just do not want to continue to just be in school. Because <laughs> this, this shit sucks, I'm not going to No, lie. I feel, it. I feel it's a, it. It's not impossible, but it's definitely it's work that I definitely could... Be making a lot more money on with just certs, but um, yeah, no, a bunch of them tell me that it's uh, it's worth it to stay in college and to uh, finish that out mm-hmm. just because later down the road, when it gets to management positions and stuff, that that's where the uh, that's where having a degree, degree matters, right? Yeah, yeah it's an it officer enlisted matters.
1: all over again, huh?
0: Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> is, which uh, yeah, so I just want to, I'd rather just get it over with, like I, I'm you know, still fresh out of the Marine Corps, honestly, it's only been two years now, but yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, the schooling yeah. is
1: important. That's, that's the thing too. Cause I, so I, I lurk, right. I lurk on, on forums. I lurk on Reddit. I lurk on, on different LinkedIn pages and I, I do get a chance to get kind of a, a bigger perspective, just, just myself trying to see where exactly things go. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm lucky and fortunate enough to have family, direct family that's in that industry. Yeah.
0: That's and awesome too.
1: You know, like the way that I see it, man, like there's no, I hate to say it, but there's no replacing the degree yeah. and you can get, you can get as many certs as you want. You can get as many qualifications as you want, but that, that degree is, is super important. It really is. And anyone that's listening that that's trying to go for it and is, is also in that kind of the same situation, it's, it's definitely worth sticking out to, to get it.
0: Yeah. And what I will say too, is that, um, I'll sit here, I'll complain about college, but it, it's definitely not as much work as I thought it was going to be. It's uh, the only challenging thing for me, really, is math. I, mm-hmm. I just am horrible at math. I, I cannot do math at all. Um, but everything else uh, isn't really bad for me. It, it's really, it honestly is just the math that makes college hard. But uh, I'm about done with that. So I've got sure. another class over. And in fall yeah mm-hmm. and then i'll be done with math but um yeah it's just yeah i think more than anything it, it almost gets into that marine corps type of routine nonsense that you just kind of you get annoyed about but you mm-hmm. i don't know you just you stick it out because you know at one point it's going to be over so
1: yeah no it's true it's true and uh so you did mention a little while ago you mentioned about how um guys that are especially native to the o3 field have more skills than they really like realize. Mm -hmm. And I want to say, I want to at least reiterate how, how true that is, especially when it comes to com not comms, but sorry, it, because so me going from the point of view that I was to the point of view of where it lands you, it really is just a matter of how much effort you put into it. And I noticed that especially with Oh three is like one of the, one of the best traits that you guys have coming from a non 3 MOS is the ability to take that grit you know just just the ability to just sit down and just go through it and that that is by itself is going to be the biggest uh aid that you have with all of this stuff because like you can go from knowing nothing to knowing a functional amount of information for whatever job it is in IT, be that be cybersecurity, be that be cloud administration, software engineering, help desk, even help desk. I swear that's that's actually a pretty good thing to get into. Um, it's nothing like Marine Corps help desk, right? So you're able to, to delve within that information. And like I said, get these certifications, go through these programs, and there is absolutely no issue with finishing it. And that's that's just that follow through right there is already huge. What they want in these kind of industries is people that are willing to go through the training. And as long as you have a decent enough personality where you can go up and talk to people and not be starting uh, issues and, and be able to just communicate, just a simple basic A and B communication, you'll be fine. The thing about this is that people realize or people think that, especially with with um, let's let's go with. One very simple thing that I know, networking, right? People think that with networking, you have to know how to do all of this IP subnetting. You have to be able to program. You have to be able to proxy servers. The thing is, is that if you touched any singular piece of equipment, radio equipment, during your time as an enlisted man, congratulations, you can network. Why do I say that? Well, it's really simple. You've, You've already been doing it. Right, Especially if anyone that was with the 0621s, any radio operator, any squad leader, anybody that touched the radio, you are literally like a control node. You are relaying information. You are, you are programming, right? You're programming an encrypted communication device set up within a network that is going to talk and communicate with other parts of that network. And that right there is a ridiculously valuable skill. You don't have to, and I've told this even to my juniors, right? You don't even have to do anything in a hostile or austere environment because the training that you do just from going to these field ops, going to the LPOPs, whatever, you are literally doing the communications job that is required of a networker. And that's where I think people should realize that they shouldn't sell themselves so short on because like, unless you gain that perspective, unless you have someone that's telling you that this is literally what they do just with a computer instead of a radio then you don't quite understand that you have much much more valuable skills i personally would would love to see the, the comms, the comms, the IT field filled with nothing but oh three elevens That would be hilarious to me, but there's, I think that it's possible.
0: So when I went to this convention, uh, there was a lot of people that were veterans there actually kind of surprised me. The amount of veterans I ran into was like almost every other person, dude. Really? Yeah, man. I met a bunch of Marines. We all got drunk. We were all sitting there telling stories. We're all different, <laughs> different, different times. It was fun. Hell yeah. I got all their LinkedIn's and shit. So it was definitely, it was fun. Um, uh, and also going back to what you said, it, it's about how much you you're willing to uh, to shift through and all that. Wanted to touch on that because I think that it's also about how willing you are to to get into the – to dive into the the rabbit hole because you get on the Mm -hmm. one topic specifically and it's endless, Mm -hmm. man. But the the great part is that all the information is literally on Google. Like you can learn this shit on just your phone, dude. It's free. Yeah, and it's free. You can literally get into the most detailed shit and learn about binary hacking and (laughs) like all kinds of stuff. Like it's insane and it's all out there. It's all on YouTube. It's all on Reddit. It's all on – uh, you can go on the dark web and you'll find tons of information there real quick. But the dark web also gets into some other weird stuff. But true, one true. thing among it is that it's full information. Um, and then the other thing is when you were talking about how to use uh tool, how to use radios and stuff. I tell people this because they're like they they look at computers and cybersecurity as this huge complex thing mm-hmm. that uh it's kind of dumbed down from what I thought it was. Like once I started using these tools and stuff, I was like, Oh, this isn't really, you know, like down to the coding and stuff nece- mm-hmm. like every single time, necessarily. Sometimes it's just downloading this guy's random tool and figuring out how to use it. Like it's mm-hmm. literally, um, and what I say by tool is like, if you have picked up a radio and you've configured it, it's the same thing with like, with IT sometimes you're you're going on the Kali Linux well I'm trying to, I'm trying to get into into red teaming so so a lot of yeah the terms, red yeah like a lot of the terms I use will be like more towards like offensive security like hacking and stuff like that but yeah like when you're when you're going into these tools on the command line you're just literally entering in options of what you want the tool to do and you literally find out how the tool works by going into the manual the same way you'd go into the manual for the, the one fifty two or whatever else mm-hmm. to figure out how to do it, or you ask your buddy that already knows how to use the tool and he just tells you, Oh yeah, just punch in this, this and that and then you know, it's it's almost like plug and play. Like it's really it's not yeah. as it's not yeah. as uh it's not as complex as people make it out to be like, it's definitely very understandable. I think, I think the biggest issue really is that the veterans and, and active duty dudes will sell themselves short. Like they oh, yeah. really, they will, they they will sell they themselves really will, short yeah. of what they are capable of. And I, it, it's really a damn shame because a lot of people, but just like me and you have been saying, a lot of people could get into, into cybersecurity. <laughs> and I think it's a perfect fit for us because uh the whole idea of cybersecurity is to sit there and pick pick apart your your network and pick apart every last thing on it down to like the software that's being used on it for for exploits and what did we do in the defense or in any yeah. in any situation mm-hmm. we we searched for exploits to to gain an upper hand on the enemy right so and And information technology, you're doing the same shit, like, regardless of like, what your specific job is, the whole point of it is to make it more secure. So that way, or even going on the offensive and finding those vulnerabilities. So like, that's, that's part that I want to get into, because I think red teaming is just cool. But
1: no, I agree. um, 100%. That's, you're, you're you're right. Like the, the amount of information that you can do, so the the job that you do realistically like look at it in a more abstract way right mm-hmm. as a as an infantryman right you are literally defending your network you you are the the antivirus software yeah. right you,
0: you, you know and, like you, you can really are imagine like you're you're in a defense like on or surrounding your router like that's basically mm-hmm. Or even, like, if you get into it even more, like, every single computer has its own defense, right? You, yeah. you set it up, you configure it, you, whether it's the firewall settings, like, you configure it so that this traffic can come in and out, this traffic gets dropped, this traffic gets, you know, rerouted, whatever, right? Um, it, it really, like, it, it's it's a lot like the infantry in, in a way. Yeah. is It's just... You switch out bullets for fucking packets.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, it, like functionally, it's it's the same idea. And you know, it's funny that you mentioned the the free knowledge that you have out there, because yeah, you can go to you can go to YouTube, you can go to Google, that's how Google, right? Dude. Straight
2: up, straight knowledge up. Man. hasn't
0: really taught me anything. I'm not gonna lie; it's taught me how to <laughs> no, use Google I mean, a lot more.
2: Yeah, no, all that's, the answers that's the really truth. are on
0: Google. Yeah. I'm, I'm not joking. I tell people this no. all the time; they don't believe me. All your all the answers to your problems or all the all the questions you have in yeah. life, it's on Google.
1: <laughs> quick check on Stack Overflow and the literally. forums, and yeah, literally, and you're you got you're good to go.
0: Reddit, there's there's but all kinds of websites like people. Here's the huh? I'm yeah. sorry, no, you're gonna go. Ahead? Uh, I, well, I was just gonna say that like people like the the community, they want you to come and learn. Like if you hit up anybody, mm-hmm. and yeah. like. Even on Reddit, like, if you DM anybody, like, uh, that that replies to comments and stuff that you make about, you know, one subject or another regarding cybersecurity, or even if you go into IRC chat rooms, dude, and you're like, hey, I'm new, I'm trying to find out about this, and dude, all of them will be like, oh, dude, that's awesome, like, here's all this information that I know so that, like, you don't have to sit there and feel your way through the dark like I did, and it's Mm -hmm. like everybody just helps each other out, and then they'll, yeah, like, get their LinkedIns and stuff, like, it's so big having a LinkedIn
1: yeah no it really is too that's that's a whole so i mean i remember i don't know if, well I mean, of course i don't know of course you've gone through trs but yeah. i don't know how, how different your trs was to mine They're but like linkedin was they tried to kick you out of yeah, it
0: yeah they kicked me out of it they said you need to go talk to that rep <laughs> i went down there dude i'm like god mad i was yelling i was yeah. like you think i could just jump into another one like what is this drop me because i said a cuss <laughs> word in the uh in The chat, they're like, That was inappropriate. oh my, I was yeah. like, Oh, I'm gonna say a whole lot more oh, dude, stuff. Like, during the COVID I, time, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: oh my god, I'm so sorry, man. Oh, that's geez. that's dumb as hell.
0: No, the, the, I explained it to the lady, and she uh, she basically was just like, Are you serious? and then like made a phone call, and she was like, You're good, you can go back. I was like, okay, Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was losing it, dude. I was so mad, <laughs> kicked me out the damn room, wouldn't let me back in, I couldn't even defend myself.
1: Oh my god that's funny but yeah man so the same thing similar right they they kind of force you to make a linkedin and they're all about linkedin this linkedin that Mm, and you know the funny thing is that i've noticed that the dudes that do the best out of the marine corps are the guys that are consistently you know promoting themselves yeah Yeah. connected on linkedin you gotta
0: especially with resumes um i don't know if this course is helping you at all with resumes but the The thing that I am still continuing to learn how to make a good resume because I I still feel like mine kind of sucks but um, the what I've noticed from all the resume advice is that you're supposed to just gas yourself up yeah like you just have to you have to make all the skills that you had in the infantry
1: the most interesting man yeah and you
0: gotta you gotta make them uh translatable to a job in the civilian world which is very very possible to do so don't mm-hmm. sit there and think your skills in the infantry are useless i'm not we're no. not talking about like the your ability to set sectors when you're in the defense no talk mm-hmm. about how you're able to lead people talk about yep. how you're responsible for equipment talk about how you're uh capable of planning things on the fly without supervision yeah. you're you're capable of adjusting your to uh any situation you're capable of uh oh dude i could go on and on and on i mean
1: yeah man to be honest man your your basic team leader is just a problem solver for even gp
0: guys like gp guys yeah yeah you know what the what the rest of the what the team needs so that the rest of the squad can you know succeed and like you you switch that out for cybersecurity and it's like okay well now you've just had an intrusion on your network everything's getting locked up from ransomware and now it's it's you nobody's holding your hand and you mm-hmm. have to figure it out because uh, your boss is out for the day cuz it's his day yeah. off so yeah. you're in crisis mode trying to handle a whole situation and you know that's obviously a huge hypothetical but it's it's yeah. a real hypothetical that that does yeah. happen like it's pretty realistic. often because yeah. ransomware has been crazy the last couple of years and um I saw this one thing, uh, I think it was, I forget the organization that does it, but they're like an extremely professional, uh, organization. And they have a whole like lab set up that, uh, companies will come into, to, uh, do a training scenario. And they it's almost like a Marine Corps level type of thing. Like they just throw them into chaos. And one thing that consistent, they, they even mentioned this during it. Uh, they said consistently what we see is that people with a military background in cybersecurity are always the first ones to take charge of the situation and start dishing Mm -hmm. out tasks for people to for the for the rest of the company, I guess, to start uh, going into like crisis management and figuring like uh and figuring out.
1: Well, it's such um, a man. Let me tell you this, dude. Like, it's such it's it's in it's ingrained into every single marine. You know, especially especially when you're dealing with anything combat arms related, you have to be the guy that's willing to put his neck out there and be like, we need to do this now. And I think it's it's such a good skill set. man.
0: It is is such a good good skill set. Like it's it's uh, we just we naturally have it in us to act and to not Mm -hmm. just sit there and do nothing because we know that doing nothing makes it worse. But like doing something is much better than nothing. (laughs) <laughs> even if it's not the right you know
1: even if it's not the right action yeah,
0: yeah but that's part of adjusting on the fly and that's where like yeah. even at the end of uh scenarios and stuff or even training exercises within companies they'll do they'll do after action and they'll sit down they'll talk about everything that was done they'll talk about you know what their plan needs to be for this what they learned from uh from this scenario and like it's kind of it's a lot similar it, it's not you know copy and paste but it, it has mm-hmm. its similarities to the infantry this yeah. is why i keep saying i think it would be a great great place for for a lot of infantrymen yeah and no, you definitely. can literally go from knowing absolutely nothing to getting on google and youtube and after like a week you're like oh i know how to use my windows computer now and like it actually does a lot of stuff
1: <laughs> oh well here's a here's another free tidbit another cheat code so have you ever heard of o'reilly
0: um no and okay
1: so o'reilly is an education learning platform it is completely free to anyone currently in the dod
0: that's active duty active duty
1: so um what i would recommend is for anybody that's listening that still has their cac currently activated go on to marine not marina sorry go on to military one source go into the dod libraries and click on marine net and tie your dod id number to your O'Reilly account, make an O'Reilly account. And if you're doing anything with IT, I strongly recommend you to do this because you can do, it, it has the same information that you can find online for free, right? Like there's no, there's there's no Professor Messer, you heard of Professor Messer?
0: Yeah, yeah, I use him a lot. Yeah,
1: so there's there's Professor Messer's books on there, his, his course is on there, nothing you can't find offline, I'm sorry, online, anywhere else, right? But what they do have that they really excel in is they have a virtual box. So you can do, you know, you can, you can practice your Linux, you can practice your Python, you can practice SQL, you can, you can practice it in a virtual box within the browser. And you can also take the official practice tests for a lot of these organizations certification exams. So when I did my CompTIA certs, I literally went through there and I, I, no joke, dude, I did like sec plus the practice exam for the person view practice exam like at least 20 times before I even try to take the test so do you you have your sec plus yeah I have my sec plus that's
0: awesome dude I'm working towards mine right now
1: oh that's good man have you done your have you done your net
0: uh no no. no I okay. Done.
1: Well, to be honest, you don't you don't really need the net plus, but yeah, people um, tell
0: me I can get the A plus, but they said like baseline, and they said I could go for the net plus too, but they said baseline starting out, I could just have the security plus, and I'd be good, and then it kind of stems from there.
1: I mean, to be honest, man, since you're doing a, a cybersecurity degree, I 100 percent see nothing wrong with that. Like you, you don't really need your A plus and your net plus because the sec plus is is the highest of the yeah. three, right? I'm and get, it, it I'm encompasses just gonna, all. I
0: want them. True. Yeah, I, yeah. I want all those certs. It just it's it's more to uh it's just, so it's just here's more tools under the belt.
1: Here's something that I don't know if you know, but um, when you get all three, it's considered a different cert. Really? Yeah, and I can't quite remember. I think it's
0: for Comptia. Me just
1: for Comptia. I think oh. it is. It's not CASP. Let me check real quick. Sorry, Comptia certs. Yeah, no, go ahead. There, so it's considered something different. Um, it's just kind of like a a good boy badge. Like you got your CIOs. I think that's what it is.
0: CIOs. You, I think I've heard yeah, of that. You get I it's use, just
1: it's just a good boy cert. It just means that you got all three of the core CompTIA certifications uh, under your belt.
0: Huh. Okay. Yeah that's cool. but no, it's
1: a it's a good thing i mean it's it's overall it doesn't hurt you right like I
0: don't it's... Know if, yeah no for sure and plus I keep thinking about it too like because I know those uh certs uh you have to um re uh recertify with them yeah and i still year. got i still well, got every two three years, years of, oh, yeah, yeah yeah so i got I got two years left of college I might as well do it more towards like senior year to spend now like, mm-hmm. learning about it and stuff because I use uh I use IT Pro TV, and they have mm-hmm. courses and live video libraries for libraries for uh, literally everything. And um, yeah, and they've got all kinds of uh, practice exams too before you take the actual one. So I, I'm literally I've just been going through there whenever I have time. It's it's hard, man, because uh, it gets uh, pretty busy.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean that's that's the name of the game too, right? Like time management and being able to have just yeah. the ability to To sit down and, and go through it because that's that's honestly what what really hurts a lot of people, especially the people that want to do this because like it's it's very it is very time consuming.
0: Yeah, you
1: yeah, know, know the Marine Corps. Sorry, um, the Marine Corps does a two week course at the CTC for you know your A plus your sec plus, but that two week course easily on a civilian on a civilian sector um, course could take you anywhere between three to six months
0: yeah yeah no for sure and that that gets into uh like what like night schools too yeah yeah because it's a, uh, it's a people, huge issue yeah no it's 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 definitely a handful that's why doing it in the marine corps when you know i don't know what time you guys get off these days we got out we were all out usually off of work by three yeah. thirty every day but uh <laughs> As yeah it no, be. with all that all that extra time like I kind of sit back and think about it too. I was like, okay, well, if I didn't drink that one time and I didn't play video games that one time, I could have, you know, spent the time instead, you know, mm-hmm. preparing for my future. Yeah. But you know, yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely it's it's hard to preach about it too because when you're in the moment, everybody's like, "Fuck that! I just want a beer." Like, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pull away from that too because all the all the things that happen every day—it definitely uh, wears you out no, by the end it of it. It wears you
1: out. It wears you out hundred percent. There's no, there's no denying that. You know, like, you have to really, you also have to have the foresight to know that, hey, like, within the next two or three years, I'm going to need to to get a job. But, um, it's it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. You know, you get, especially as a junior marine, you're just getting your your stuff pushed in, day and night from everyone. And then by the time you have that position where you're like, okay, now I can actually take this time for myself. It's really hard to sit down and be like, man, I could, I could either go to college and do some TA or I can sit here and drink some Miller light and play some modern warfare.
0: Yeah, no, I, I encourage every one of my junior dudes, he's uh, using TA and he's getting his associates, I think sometime soon. That's good. But yeah, dude, he, uh, yeah, he he uh he was a little bit older though when he first came in, so he wasn't necessarily a, like junior uh, as as uh, the age group goes, but um yeah, I definitely told him. I was like, "Look, dude, like I'm gonna be real with you. You should really finish school and use your mm-hmm. TA because uh, by the time you're out, you're going to be like much older and it's going to be, you know, tougher for you to jump back into it." Um but yeah no he actually started doing it some of my other guys did too some of uh, a few of them use ta but uh i I encourage everybody to use ta and like just for example guys like i'm telling you like i wish i would have known how easy this shit was because i'm not joking you could literally sit there and spend maybe an hour at most a week on one class and you would be fine like you, you seriously like college at least the first two years for me have really not been that hard or that much work at all. Like it, it it's time consuming once uh, you get more into the semester towards like exams and you're, you know, you're wrapping everything up and doing semester projects and stuff, but it for real, like day to day, I really, I can't complain too much. I have a lot of free time on, uh on my hands when I'm not, uh you know, when it's not a busy week, but even the busy weeks, it's not, it's not like, from morning to sunrise i'm running around doing stuff so it, it for real like it's very doable for uh for an active duty uh 11 or mm-hmm. 31 or whoever else in the infantry like it, I'm, I'm saying it from experience because i was an 11 but um yeah. but yeah no it, it for real it, it really is worth pursuing even if you only get like a couple of your gen eds knocked out because gen eds are the worst. They they really just suck. Like, <laughs> I I hate gen eds. So much. I know. I know the I feeling. One time, dude, I'm in a humanities class. Oh right my now. god. I'm dealing with weirdos.
1: Oh man. Dude, I, I did I did that too. So while I was still in, I I I tried to get some of my gen eds, man, and that stuff was so asinine. Oh
0: my god, dude. It, it's so. It's honestly worse when you're out doing it because it. It's just even stupider. You're just sitting there, and you're like, "Dude, what I I went from doing this every day to like now I'm sitting here looking yeah. at this stupid nonsense, and this weirdo in front of me hasn't showered in a week, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's just dumb." I think uh, I think the biggest thing for me when I was getting out was uh, the not realizing the reality of getting out because like I knew I was gonna get out. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna you know do this that and whatever," and You know, like the actual moment that like you're out and done. Yeah, it's like, holy shit! There is, there it is. I'm here. What now? You know, and then you gotta like figure out the next whole. You know, because most of us get out at 20 to at at, what like 22 to 24. Oh my god! Most of us get out around that age. (laughs)
1: I'm 25, man. fucking yeah. making me feel well, no, old. Well,
0: I'm 25. Too. I'm, I'm, I'm about to be 25. Yeah, um, yeah. But I went in when I was 19, so I got out when I was 23. But um, it it's crazy how how much time has kind of passed, and then realizing that that is like a minuscule part of your life because you yeah. still have the next 50 or 60 years, and it's like okay. You know get after it because it's it's on you at that point yeah it's true it's crazy to me to think about it like i've only been out for two years with uh, my peer group and all some of us have seen a lot of success some of us like haven't so much but uh Mm -hmm. i think for the most part everybody's doing good which i'm not you know i'm not really worried about anybody um but it, it's definitely gonna be interesting for me to see all right, well, where are we gonna be ten years from now? You know what I mean? Or if we'll even still be in contact with each other by then or you know, mm-hmm. who knows? But oh, I
1: mean you can't yeah, like that's that's just like a normal thing that yeah, that yeah, happens, you just know, really just even busy. in even yeah. in life. And well, the thing is too, is that I think people really sleep on the fact that they can really they can really have a chance to to plan their future. And, uh, I've, I've spent a good amount of time. So with, um, with ROs, right. With radio operators, we, we function in groups of two and we, we train up our junior and then he replaces us. And then we go back to the, the, the Pogue company and we just chill out with, with them for a little while before we get kicked out. Right. So, um, I spent a good amount of time telling him my shortcomings. And I was like, Hey man, like you can realistically, be completely signed out checked out and be good to go fuck, six months seven months before you even get out and it's just a matter of being able to play the system in a way like I like I said like I don't I don't think I mentioned it actually but I'm out five months early
0: oh you did like, that uh you did yeah the program
1: yeah like you you just have to you have to align your your terminal you have to align your skill bridge if you can if you can get into it right because obviously not everyone can but you can, if you can align those things correctly, you can, you can get out pretty damn early. And that gives you, you know, I have the next five months to literally figure out what I need to do. Cause I'm, I'm still getting paid, right? I'm still getting paid. Um, I already started my VA process. So by the time I am, I'm out, out, I'm going to have my, my disability. And this is like, I consider this right here to be the ultimate cheat code. Because you can, you have this time—almost half a year—to plan out your future. Yep. And that that moment is critical. That moment is critical. You you can't sleep on it.
0: Yeah, you you no. can't you can't at all. You definitely need to act on that because uh, uh, unless you're going to college, there's only so many things you can really you know plan for ahead yeah. of time. But for other deeds with like technical school, you know, you gotta have plans A through B, to, a, a through Z to you know be ready and make sure that you know okay if this falls through what am i going to do here you know this or that but i definitely think that uh the more planning you do and the more hole poking you do in your plan the better Mm -hmm. you you are for it so you don't fall into like pitfalls and you're stuck for a while trying to figure out you know what to do from there while at the same time you know you're burning up what's left of your savings and you know more money isn't coming in yeah um yeah because it's uh it's bad when, uh, financially everything kind of falls apart. Yeah, uh, no, and so it can uh, happen.
1: It can been, happen easily.
0: Yeah, no, I've been there myself. Uh, um, mm-hmm. during the middle of my first year being out, uh, yeah. I was broke at one point and I literally barely had money for food, it, Yeah. like after all the bills and stuff. So it, it definitely, uh, it can get bad. Fortunately, I'm not, uh, anywhere near that anymore, but, um. Part of that here. also yeah. was on me because I could have planned, like, 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 we're talking. Better, I could have planned more, earlier, yeah. planned better to avoid, you know, that pitfall from happening, and, um, yeah, just all that nonsense. But yeah, I guess that's part of learning too. Sometimes yeah. you gotta learn the hard way. But
1: no, and that's that's the that's the whole point of of people like us, right? Like, it's 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 completely learn from our mistakes kind of situation and that's that's ultimately that is the the kind of mentality that i hope to teach to my juniors because i wanted them to realize that like i've i've messed up a lot you know and i wanted them to be more successful than i am and god only knows if they will be right but at the end of the day like at least the information was was out there and yeah, uh, that's sure. that's ultimately the goal
0: yeah it really is and um I don't think we mentioned by the end of uh, that course what are you what are you going to have out of it?
1: Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, I don't think we've gotten to that point yet. So I would walk out with my uh, Amazon Web Services certification. So that's that's a whole other um yeah, group of certifications. That, yeah. yeah, no, we haven't even started. But don't even worry cuz we'll just skim right over it cuz that's that's not even the good part yet. But um, you walk out with an Amazon Web Services certification, AWS, and you can you can walk out right there and just be fine in the civilian sector, go find a, a pretty decent you know high income salary job, maybe six figures if you can finesse your way into it. But right now what I have and what I hope I'd be able to again share this information with is this program called MSSA. And MSSA, it stands for Microsoft Skills and Softwares Academy, Software and Skills Academy. And they accept veterans. And the, the beauty of this program is, is that you don't have to use your VA your VA, You don't have to use your TA. You don't have to use your GI Bill. And you can be a full-fledged veteran to assign for this program. So hell, you could even go into it. You can you like straight up, like you as a as as a as a veteran right now, going through college. You can sign up for this program for really?
0: free.
1: Yeah. Huh. And it's it's five months. So it's like a classroom setting. It's five months of virtual classroom setting information. You go through and you get your Azure certification after the end of it. And you can put on your resume. Yeah, I was a participant of the Microsoft Skills Software and Skills Academy. And I mean, that, that I, I don't know about you, but doing a, doing some sort of internship, you know, quote unquote, with Microsoft would, would probably make you look pretty good with oh, em- yeah, potential employers. Sure. So it's it's one of those things that I think people should take advantage of it or at least learn that it exists and that it's a possibility for you to go into.
0: Yeah. And the, the crazy part, too, is we're mentioning companies like Microsoft, you know, Google, Google. Um... What other companies are there? There's Amazon. Yeah. Amazon, yeah, like all these big name uh, companies. But when you think about it, though, guys, like cybersecurity is everything. Any industry, oh, yeah. any literally any building you look at, it's got a company name on it. They have an IT staff. So, for real, like I think uh, the the pr- projection from 2020 to 2030 was like an increase by like 30 percent in the mm-hmm. cyber cybersecurity jobs. But what's insane to think about is that right now there is an extreme shortage of people that are in these jobs so um literally any certificate certification you have you get paid out the like you you can be making like with just your security plus you can be making anywhere from 70 to 90 to, to more depending on how many years easy. you've been yeah. with it easily yeah easy yeah easily uh certifications like AWS like the ones that you're going to have you're going to be making six figures <laughs> probably pretty quickly well, you're hoping, here's uh, hoping, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then um, if, if you're somebody that has a, a – a cl- so this is another thing to do too because uh, we all have a secret clearance. But um, anybody that has a top secret clearance, if you have a top secret clearance and you aren't sure what you want to do when you get out, go into cybersecurity. You will make six figures right. without – you can make 200000 in a year so easily just because you have your top secret clearance it is insane even even mm-hmm. with a, a secret clearance it makes it easier for you to get a top secret clearance so if you go yep. to companies that require a top secret clearance and they like screen you and get you your your top secret that is so so that is a golden ticket oh yeah to being able to write your own salary and there's a uh, program with the uh with ice they do um it's it's a um, it's a Department of Homeland Security program, and they take dudes that are fresh out of the military. You can't do; uh, you got to be able to pass everything to get into a uh, top secret clearance. But they will train you on your uh, what is it? Uh, it's doing computer forensics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the certifications. I think it's a plus, but I gotta double check. But uh, they basically. They train you. You're paid the entire time. If you get into the the program, you're working out of a regional office, and uh, you get your top secret clearance, and um, also you get your forensics uh, certification for cybersecurity. And then um, you're also you're helping them bust pedos. So, Hell it, yeah, it's literally it's sick. You because you can be a veteran. You can know absolutely nothing about computers. They're gonna teach you absolutely everything. And if you can get like it is the fast track to getting a ats clearance and your first cert so you can work literally anywhere and be making six figures easy with just those two things and the more certifications you get the more schooling you get like you can you can be making so much i know dudes when i went to this hmm. uh conference Um, I was talking to dudes, they were veterans too. And, uh, you know, we were all sitting at the table and like, obviously I knew these guys have been working in this for a long time, just by the way they were all, you know, talking and stuff. So I asked them, uh, they didn't mind, you know, like how much money were they making in cybersecurity? And, uh, Dude, all of them—they're like, oh, I'm making like two hundred thousand. I'm making two forty or blah, like heinous, <laughs> heinous salaries. Yeah. And the yeah. the one dude, he was like joking because he knew he was still getting paid a lot. He's like, oh, I guess I make the lowest. I make one sixty a year. And I was just like, <laughs> the way he was saying it too, it's like, oh, like that's nothing. Like, dude, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of money. <laughs>
1: oh my God, man, dude. So but, my like I said, I have family that does that, and they like. He has like straight up like five kids, a house, you know, a straight up like land. Like the dude decided one day to just take everyone out to Disney. And That's I don't mean insane. like I don't mean like Disney World. I mean, like straight up Disneyland in California. That's and they just crazy. they just got up one weekend and left and they, they just went over there. They, they had a they stayed at a five star hotel ate super nice meals every day and just chilled out at disney for a weekend and it was like nothing and i'm like fuck dude that's the kind of life that i want
0: yeah i want to i want to live a life where i'm uh financially free and i can just mm-hmm. go and do whatever i want because i really would like to uh travel and go and like sightsee
1: the amount of uh, remote work you could do too
0: yeah yeah a lot of uh a lot of these jobs are actually remote because of covid it started this whole remote job you know thing because i guess uh i guess for companies it was cheaper to just have people work for home so they just kind of kept with it
1: I mean just think about it the overhead right like you yeah. don't have to have an actual location you don't have to worry about these people like uh, the insurance for people being in your actual your working space
0: yeah
1: and and hell for the employees too they don't have to they don't have to pay to to drive there to to use the gas to buy food and yeah. i mean it works out better for everyone realistically yeah.
0: Yeah, for me though, I I don't I don't like that idea. I wanna I wanna be in an office. I wanna know people. I wanna see people yeah. every day. That
1: that is that is another side to it too.
0: Yeah, I get I, I go insane if I'm in my head for too long. But um, oh, what else did I want to bring up? There's so many things we could talk about. With oh, this. oh, god, man, there it, there it really goes... is
1: though. It's such a huge rabbit hole. Like yeah. just just learning about this. It's such a it's such an important thing to do because like it it really is like it's one aspect of a huge topic that you can't really condense into one yeah
0: you can't it's honestly it's it's a lot like standing in front of the ocean it's just there's so much uh there's so much coming at you and it's like overwhelming at times um not like overwhelming but i mean like with the water like if you were to try and control it And all the waves of just like say information coming at you, it's like, holy shit, this, what, what is this? But like, you sit Mm -hmm. down and like, once you start to pick apart everything and you you use YouTube because YouTube explains it so great. Network Chuck, uh, John Hammond, I've met him. I have a picture with him. He's a fucking cool dude. Oh, really? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, he's fucking sick. I met him at a conference. Asked him if I could have a picture with him. Uh, He was cool. Uh, he's uh, surprisingly shorter too than uh, than I thought he was gonna be, but uh, the there's also uh I said network Chuck Professor Messer, IPsec um there's CryptoCat all these guys are YouTubers um let me let me pull up the rest of them because I'm so serious YouTube taught me most of the things that mm-hmm. I know and like it's a surprising amount of information for literally. YouTube. nothing yeah, yeah like, free literally free 99 yeah uh cyber mentor he's good um where else is there tech vision um i mentioned these guys already uh ch- 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 justin tech tips uh phd security hacker exploit hacker exploit is really really good um freecodecamp.org they have some stuff on there hack5 computer file uh this guy is danoct1 it's like d-a-n-o-o-c-t-1 but his account's cool because he uh he'll he'll get computer viruses or malware and he'll yeah. run them in uh sandbox environments and just see what it does to the computer it's kind of cool well that's pretty um, yeah it just goes through a bunch of different uh like malware and viruses and stuff that have been out. Uh Lawrence Systems is a good one. I'm gonna make sure that's actually yeah. Yeah, Lawrence Systems, uh Nolbyte, Studio Sec. Um Trey Hack me has some good stuff. Um yeah, but there's just all these YouTubers and all of them like like IP sec I use him for all of my uh videos for or not videos um all the hack the box uh, challenges i do that's yeah I, I watch his videos and they do he does like walkthroughs of how to do it but the thing is though is that it's it's like all unedited so like as he's getting these challenges mm-hmm. he too has to like work through them and like figure it out but he's just he's had so much experience in it that it's kind of like a cakewalk for him but it's interesting <laughs> to see like where he gets stuck and like what he does to figure it out and literally like the the thing that's in common with everything is that they just go to google <laughs> yeah. like it really yeah. is like they just they just google it like it's really not there there's no real uh like john hammond's mentioned it before there's uh, nobody is a master of everything when it comes mm-hmm. to cybersecurity like google's your best friend and uh yeah it's just there's so much stuff too because you get into all different kinds of uh computers like the way like just staring at my computer is kind of like amazing to me sometimes because i'm like the amount of things that this thing does every second yeah even in between that like every like all the nanoseconds or whatever leads up to a full second like everything that happens is insane like there, it's insane just uh watching network traffic to me is crazy like all that flies <laughs> through around you every every second of the day and it's yeah. like this, this huge amount of just data and just being able to like read through it all and like understanding it, it gets super technical but once you like learn everything it kind of like you kind of like are able to pick it apart pretty easily
1: mm-hmm but that's the thing too. Like it's, it's definitely a, it's almost like an artwork, right?
0: Yeah.
1: You you learn it and you, you learn to experience it and it's, it's, it can change your life for the better. And it really can. I mean, even in ways that aren't IT, like, like I mentioned before, like I went to Norway with a uh note 10 and a Xbox controller and I, I was able to like, just have fun. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one of the beauties too of just computing, you know, like there's no, there's no point where you can really stop at, and be like well i'm limited and it's like well how much of your imagination are you able to use because that's what makes it honestly
0: it, yeah because even when uh even when when those kind of problems come up it's like okay well let's make something that can do it
2: <laughs> yeah it really is there it is, really is yeah
0: there is no cap out because it, and it's crazy too if you look at it uh i think i forget what the name of the doctor was but somebody uh created this this thing where technology will exponentially develop as the years go on mm-hmm. and it's to crazy to singularity see, yeah it's it's crazy to see how uh how far along that we are and just imagining like 100 years from now what we're going to be capable of of doing with technology it's just crazy there's a lot of uh there's a lot that goes into it
1: yeah definitely man definitely
2: yeah.
0: But yeah, man, we've been uh, we've been talking for a good hour now. I think we, we covered a, a lot of stuff, so uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up around now. But uh, mm-hmm. dude, it, it was uh, it was great talking with you.
1: Hey, man. Yeah. No. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. I, I'm just really happy to be able to you know give this information away, and hopefully it'll it'll help out some PFC Lance Corporal that's going through it right now, and maybe help them uh, get their get their uh, feet on the ground when they actually get
0: out yeah it's definitely it's good stuff to plan for because uh it comes quick oh yeah but all right i hope you have a good uh, rest of your day man and i hope everybody else that's listening has a good one too and we'll uh I'll talk to you guys next time